0: Hello everyone, welcome to the show today. Today we're talking about goal setting and specifically the difference between competition and improvement goals. I'm going to be talking about why both of them are important and how to navigate them. But before we get into things, if you are a fan of the show, please take two seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating and leave a comment about something you like about the show. I know it seems like a small thing, but it helps me a ton with getting the word out there about the show, which in turn helps me help more dancers, and it helps me know what kinds of content you guys enjoy. I read the reviews regularly and it always makes my day when someone shares something new they learned or simply leaves a review. So please take two seconds to rate and review the show. Okay. On to today's topic, competition versus improvement goals. Competition and improvement goals are something I talk about a lot with my online one-on-one athletes. And I thought it'd be helpful to share with you because it's something you can do right at home. I feel like goal setting overall in Irish dancing can sometimes feel confusing because unlike other more objective sports like running or swimming or even team sports like football or basketball, you don't have total control in Irish dance of the exact outcome of an event. And you can't see where you are ranked until after you've already received your final placement. For example, A football player can see whether or not they are winning or losing the whole time. They know when they've scored a touchdown, they can look at the scoreboard, see the points change. They're right there playing the other team. Or a runner can see throughout the entire race if there are people ahead of them or not. And they also know exactly how fast they are running by looking down at their watch. But in Irish dancing, it's pretty much unknown how you are doing against your competition until the final scores come out and the dancing is completely over. In other words, you could train hard, give absolutely everything on stage. Your teachers and friends could say they think you are going to get a certain placement, and then it could end up being totally different. So how do you navigate this? The most helpful way I've found setting Irish dance goals is having two different sets of goals. First off, we have the goals that everyone tends to think about first when we talk about goals in Irish dancing, and that is competition goals. Competition goals are great because, well, number one, everyone likes winning. That's you know very fun, um, and. They can help give us a boast of um, motivation and funnel our energy in a certain direction. It also helps us set the bar for the level of dancing we are looking for. For example, if you are, you know, working to win the world championships, the level of dancing you need is much different than if you are looking to recall at your first Oireachtas. But competition goals alone are completely useless. And this is the part I think it is so important for dancers to understand. So why are competition goals completely useless alone? Competition goals alone can't get you anywhere. That's because you're focusing on the outcome instead of the process. Leveling up your skills through personal like your personal input each day, in other words, the process of improvement, is what is going to help you move up the ranks and become the best you can be. Your actual competition goals or your competition outcome is just the result of your personal input. Focusing solely on your competition goals is like a basketball team trying to win by staring at the scoreboard. Staring at the scoreboard itself isn't going to help a team score points. You can look at a scare scoreboard for 10 hours a day, but if you aren't focusing on the input to make the scoreboard points go up, it doesn't do anything. Obsessed, Obsessing over a certain placement without getting laser-focused on your own personal improvement and the actions you take each day isn't going to help you place higher in competitions. So what should you do instead of only relying solely on your competition goals? You'll want to set improvement goals too. After you've written down your competition goals, okay, you have them set, redirect your focus on your improvement goals. These are areas you are working to improve, okay, hence (laughs) improvement goals. You want your uh, improvement goals to be really specific and you want to know what actions you are going to take to improve those things. The more specific you make your improvement goals, the better. And that's because it's way easier for our brain to improve something if we know exactly what we are working to improve versus if we just have a general idea of what we need to improve. It's also more likely if we don't have a very specific improvement goals, we're gonna get stuck in what I call Irish dance la la land, where we start working on one thing and then we move to something else and then we move to something else, and we move to something else, and we never actually make like real quality improvement in any area because we are jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing without laser focusing on one thing and really mastering that skill. An example of a non-specific improvement goal would be turnout. Okay, and that's like it, like turn out more. Having a non-specific goal leaves a lot of room open for interpretation. Like, what do you need to Im- turn or when do you need to turn out more in your dance? Like, is it when you're moving? Is it when you're in place? Is it your back foot? Is it your front foot? How do you know whether or not you're turning out more than before? How much turnout is enough turnout? Okay, it said it leaves like a ton of room for interpretation. Instead, I found dancers see more improvement when they set super specific improvement goals around you know what they're working to improve. For example, a more specific improvement goal would be: I am going to turn out more in the first step of my reel, especially when moving. Um, you can even get more specific than that, but that's a you know good baseline there. After you set your improvement goals and, and you write them down, it's really important. You are much more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So after you've written down your improvement goals, you want to do everything you possibly can to improve those things. What you do exactly varies based on your goal, your age, your training experience, like what you guys do in dance class, et cetera. But you want to shift your focus from your placement goal to your improvement goal. Now, the obvious next question is how do you measure whether you've improved or not? Like it's great you have these improvement goals, but how do you know if you've actually improved? The most helpful way I've found to do this, and I've played around with different ways, but what I found most helpful with my online athletes is taking uh, monthly dance progress videos. So, in our example that I just used, um, you take a dance, like a dance video, like a full run or whatever step you're working on specifically, you would take a video of that, okay, work on those specific improvement goals for a month, and then take another video um, to see your progress. Then you'd watch your new videos, assess how much progress you've made over the month, then set new improvement goals for the month, or keep the same improvement goals if you aren't quite where you want to be yet. The important part here is when you watch your improvement videos, the goal isn't to beat yourself up and you know tell yourself how much you suck. The goal is to look at it more from a, like curious point of view, okay? Or problem solving point of view. So for example, let's say you're working on turnout, you set your specific improvement goals, you, you know, you work on it all month, you take your new videos and you're like, wow, like I haven't really improved a lot. Then you dive in and you look at ways that you can improve even more. Maybe it's changing your practice habits. Maybe it's including some exercises to help you improve your turnout. Um, Maybe it's a stamina thing and you can turn out when you are doing one step, but when you do your full run, it falls apart. Maybe it's changing the way you are cueing yourself or thinking about your turnout. It might be practicing more consistently. It might be being more intentional in your practicing, but whatever it is, um, you want to look at it as, as something to solve and tackle, not something to beat yourself up over. On the flip side, if you watch your improvement videos and you notice that you made a lot of improvement, take a minute to celebrate it. Improving, Things can be hard sometimes, it can be really challenging. So take a moment to celebrate how far you've come and then look at other ways you can improve and set new improvement goals. One of my favorite parts of having these improvement videos is you have concrete evidence of the progress you've made versus relying off of placements alone. You are training your brain to focus on your main controllable, which is improving, which in turn helps you improve versus uh obsessing over an outcome you can't necessarily always control so main takeaways here are number one set competition goals to help funnel your energy towards getting where you want to be but then number two very important number two set specific improvement goals and laser focus on those Don't worry about your competition goals once they are written down. Because after you set them, your only job is to get as great as humanly possible as you can through improvement goals. The improvement goals are like the staircase to the competition goals. You can't get up the stairs if there are no stairs. (laughs) Um, And then I guess third takeaway is track your progress. Um, through taking monthly dance videos. And keep working on those same improvement goals until you can do them well consistently. If you don't get them down the first month, don't be like, oh well, and you know, give up and decide you can never do it, okay? All it means is you're gonna have to dive deeper into finding ways to improve those things. Um, And that's just part of improving literally anything in life, inside or outside of dance. Okay, so that's all I have for today's show, Uh, a short and sweet one. But last thing, um, if you are doing nationals this year and you've been on the fence about improving your strength and conditioning um, and overall performance before nationals this year, now is the time to jump into a coaching program. The reason I say this is because a big mistake I see dancers make is waiting until the month before a major to start some type of strength training program. So I wanna like warn everyone ahead of time and give like, you know, a big public service announcement (laughs) that you want to start strength and conditioning training way out from a major. Do not wait until a month or a couple of weeks before. The reason that doesn't work very well is because once you get closer to a competition, it's actually when you want to back off your strength work a little bit and like decrease your volume a bit. So you have more energy for dance class because you're going to get the most out of your training if you're focusing your most, like most of your energy to your actual dancing before a major versus your cross training. Um, But further out from a major, um, is when you can do the more heavy strength training and more intense strength training um, or I guess Same thing, but more (laughs) heavy slash intense strength training. Um, And when you can really work on your power and make a lot of progress in those areas um, without, you know, it messing with your dancing. So make sure if you have been thinking about, you know, whether or not you should do some type of strength conditioning program for nationals, um, look into it and sign up now. Do not wait until right before nationals. Um, If you're interested in working with me personally, um, you can check out my one-on-one coaching program by heading to my website, and that is www.rufeshfit.com. It gives you all the details right there, and if you have any questions over it after that, you can actually set up a free 20-minute call, and I am more than happy to answer any of your questions. Um, And you'll find the way to do that right on the website as well. So once again, it's www.rufeshfit.com. That's (laughs) A-R-E-Y-O-U-F-E-I-S-F-I-T.com. Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening to the show today, guys, and I will talk to you soon.